Cookie Podcast, the podcast that celebrates badass women in food. I'm Darlene Wienheisen, food lover and content creator over at PickleJarStudios.com. And I'm Christy Coughlin, registered dietitian and spreader of positivity through my business, Effect Positivity, which means to bring about happy. Our goal with Tough Cookie is to create a safe space, share struggles, and celebrate successes. And of course, to be inspired by all things food. Now let's dive into the episode. I feel like a nerd talking about this, Darlene. Why? <laughs> no. Because it's canned foods. I mean, maybe a little. <laughs> canned foods are awesome. I mean, come on. They've been around for forever. Like, they're, they're pantry staples. Yeah, yeah. They're worth talking about. Yeah, and doomsday preppers love them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm more of a prepper than I realized. <laughs> so, why are we talking about canned foods today? So today is, or not today, but this month is Canned Food Month. So February is officially Canned Foods Month, and it's it was started to kind of take away the stigma of canned foods, because a lot oh. of people perceive canned foods to be unhealthy, and that's just not the case. Oh. At least most okay. of the time. Can't yeah. say all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So um, one thing I wanted to just mention at the beginning is that yeah. this episode, we're talking about commercially canned goods like you see in front of us um, if you're watching our video not home canned foods and I'm saying that because there's like health and safety issues that home canned foods can bring up and so we're not going to get into any of that or like any canning recipes or anything although that is totally my jam um, literally <laughs> so well, that's another time so today we're just talking about you know store-bought canned goods and and February canned month is to kind of celebrate and commemorate can- home canned foods as well but yeah I don't want to get into the fear of botulism and stuff like that yeah yeah so um and all those nuances yeah yeah that home exactly goods. okay so let's dive into commercially canned goods um why don't you kick this off? Because I know you're like excited. I'm like super passionate. excited. <laughs> I think commercially canned foods, the reason why I love them so much, just to kind of start at that point, is they are super easy. Like you have a can opener, you twist off the top, and there you go. Boom, you're ready to make whatever it is that you're going to have. But they're healthier than what people have traditionally thought. So something like canned fruits, yes, you can get them with heavy syrup in them, mm-hmm. and that's added sugars that we don't necessarily need, but they're going more and more to canning it in their own fruit juices mm-hmm. or even water and other things like that as an option. So really paying attention to what is in the can when you purchase them can make a big difference in terms of the overall health or benefit of the food. Yeah, yeah, sodium is another one, too. Yes, that's another one. Yeah, so we started buying low-sodium, like, tomatoes, um, canned tomatoes, or, like, stock and broth and stuff like that. Yes! And um, makes a big difference, and, like, I really have not noticed any flavor difference. Like, really, it was just it was just extra salt that my body, you know, didn't need, so. Yeah, well, we buy a lot of low-sodium things, and if you're really worried about even the low-sodium version of canned items, you always have the choice of rinsing things off, especially when it comes to something like beans or even various vegetables. You can rinse them, and that will take away extra salt, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about the, the sodium content quite as much. Okay, so you mentioned rinsing. Yes. And I wanted to bring up something that is mm, maybe the less pleasant side of canned foods. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes when I open a can like of beans for yes. example it is very beany it has yeah. a smell 
Oh, so I don't me, pay attention. Maybe to I'm just now. sensitive to it. I don't know, <laughs> but I found that if I put it in a strainer and do a quick rinse, that is totally goes away. The beans taste great. Yes, but if you are somebody who is like hesitant or maybe has been, I don't know, picky about canned foods in the past. Just know that, like, sometimes there is a little, like, you know, when you first open something. Yeah. But, like, when you cook broccoli, it's a little, funky. It's a little stinky. But, but if you rinse it off, trust good. me, it's so much better. Yeah. And I definitely rinse off almost all the beans that I use. I am, if I'm, well, maybe not all the time. If I'm feeling a little lazy and I just want a quick meal, I will literally just scoop the black beans out of the can. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even strain them or rinse them or anything like that. But for the most part, you're right. When you rinse them, you really can't tell. And I do that most often, so that's probably why I don't yeah. notice it. Although I will say when I'm doing chili or soup, I just dump the whole can with the liquid. So I dump the whole can with the liquid of my tomatoes. Uh-huh. And if I have the beans that are already seasoned with chili flavor, mm. I dump those ones. But kidney beans or black beans that I add, I actually rinse so that it will boil down to a thicker consistency faster. Oh, okay. I Pro like that tip. tip. Pro tip. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so anything else that we should know about canned foods in general? Um, I mean, they're just awesome. I see you have a note here, though. I'll let you read your note. That one. Oh, so I found this when I was kind of researching for this episode. Um, how you mentioned that canned foods are actually more nutritious than people might have in their brains. Right. Um, so a lot of times the canning process could actually help some nutrients um develop like we've all heard about lycopene um so like canned tomatoes have higher quantities of lycopene and i think that is comes out with like the cooking process and the canning process um but i don't know the science it's also because it doesn't degradate the way that the fresh stuff does while it sits on the shelf because once you pick a tomato it starts to to degrade and so when you put it in a can or even froze it for or freeze it for that matter you halt that degradation process. Right. And so it stays at that peak amount of nutrient content. So whether it be the lycopene or vitamin C or um, any other vitamin that's in there, it's kind of like it preserves it and it keeps it. And that's why we've been canning for as long as we have in human history. Because yes. it preserves the, the nutrients and the food. Yes. Okay. So the other thing, too, is that commercially canned foods... Um, are the like plants that do the packing and the canning are located right by the farms like exactly they're very very close to where the food yes. is being grown so um to halt that degradation exactly process, as much as possible exactly so um like i grew up in um oregon obviously i had a college roommate that lived in parkdale up by so hood river area big orchards and stuff like that like lots of pears lots of apples cherries all of that and they had a canning facility, like, right there, you know, right by where all these orchards were growing all this fruit. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting when you realize that they, they do, like, think this through <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to really pack that can full of nutrients and flavor. Exactly. And I think that's part of the reason why I've been on the canned bandwagon so much lately and frozen foods, too. But I know that there's that higher nutrient profile within it because it is processed it is processed but not in a bad way it's processed and packaged right there a lot of times on the same lot or land as it was grown Um, and it doesn't go through that traveling across the country and sitting on a shelf then you bring it home and then it continues to degrade for a few more days before you actually use it it's just the freshest 
version of the fruit or vegetable. Yeah. It goes back to that eliminating like food waste that we've talked about, like with meal planning and everything else too. Yes. It really helps with that. Yes. Yes. So some other things that are great, um, nutritionally canned is pumpkin. So canned pumpkin is one of the things that I love to buy and it contains 540% of the recommended daily intake of vitamin A while fresh pumpkin only has 26%. So that's pretty That's amazing. a significant difference. Right? Yeah. Um, ha- so, like, canned beans have really great fiber content, and then we already mentioned canned tomatoes. But, I mean, it's just that whole that whole idea of it's it's picked at the peak and then preserved right away. So Exactly. Yeah. So then some other random interesting facts that we should know about canned goods is making sure that we properly store them and we're utilizing um, the cans that are in the best condition possible. So making sure that you're paying attention for signs of botulism, particularly, which is an anaerobic toxin. It means it grows in conditions without oxygen. Um, And so some signs of botulism are leaking, bulging, or a badly dented can. And that's different than you drop the can and it has a dent in it. Um, But if you bought the can regular and now all of a sudden it has a dent, that's a sign of botulism. Mm -hmm. And botulism is a a neurotoxin um, that can be deadly. Mm-hmm. It sure. paralyzes you. It can. It creates yeah. paralysis. Uh, that's what they use in Botox. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know it. Um, yeah. If you are a home canner, you, I'm sure, are well aware, aware of botulism, <laughs> um, as am I. So, um, And then also, that is another great thing about commercially canned foods is that the way they are processed, um, you can get those things that are low acid that you can't can with home canning methods that you can buy um commercially so um it kind of opens up it like opens up the variety and the options for sure of what you can store in your in your pantry definitely and then in terms of storing because apparently i'm a little bit more of a prepper than i realize (laughs) um you always to preppers (laughs) right you always want to make sure that you do not store your canned goods above the stove or below the sink. And then there's kind of a theme here, like avoiding extreme high or low temperatures. So you don't want to put it in a damp garage or a basement um, or directly on cement floors either. Um, and Which that I is, had no idea about. Right? Because I've totally put canned foods in our in a basement when we had a basement. Yeah, and so. it may be some basements are okay. It likely depends on how well the basement is maintained and if it's controlled for large temperature swings or... Yeah, yeah or how well it's, it's insulated yeah, or whatever. The proper temperature or not, yeah. Yeah. So I have a confession. We I feel like I don't buy that much canned foods, but maybe I do and I'm not like you just don't realize realizing it, as much. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean I think we tend to buy a lot of frozen foods and then like with beans I've been really into doing them in the instant pot and then freezing them in portions yeah. but we're gonna get into our favorite canned foods um Christy might you know introduce me to some of her favorites and maybe I'll <laughs> like convert a little bit more <laughs> well Darlene, I'm a total convert because I can completely relate to this. Uh, growing up and even when my husband and I first moved out, I will admit canned goods in the pantry was where foods went to die in our house. <laughs> <laughs> they just sat there and sat there. They and just sat there. there and sat there. Or we didn't do a really good job of that first in, first out method. So oh, yeah, the yeah. new stuff would go in on top of the old stuff. And so then you get to the last can of whatever it was and it was expired two years ago. Yeah. Maybe that yeah. was 
maybe that wasn't always the case, but yeah, I've had a lot of way expired cans in my mm-hmm. cabinets over the years, but not anymore. Like I don't even get close to the expiration dates anymore nice. or the use by dates. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into specifics about what kind of canned foods we like to buy and how we like to use them. Yes. Do you have a food or lifestyle brand and struggle to do all the marketing things? Or maybe you're part of a team that just needs some fresh outside resources and ideas. Don't wait until you've gotten yourself into a pickle. Let's chat about it over a snack and swap some ideas. Send me an email at Darlene, that's D-A-R-L-E-N-E, at PickleJarStudios.com. Or head to my website and sign up for my newsletter, Fresh Batch, where I deliver weekly content and marketing tips, as well as inspiration for your brand. That's PickleJarStudios.com. Okay, so maybe I'll start because I feel like my list is short. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny because I already read your list and I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just in my brain. So, okay, I definitely buy canned tomatoes. That's like a staple at our house. We always have to have. And I I like diced whole sauce paste, like all of the kinds. All the different kinds. Yeah. Yeah. And I use them. We'll get into how I use them, but lots of different ways. They're a staple. Um, In terms of what what kinds of canned goods I'm buying. I am not always buying organic, to be honest. Um, I try to buy low sodium when we can, but I'm not super like picky. I don't stick to a certain brand of things all the time. I generally go with like what's on sale. Um, something I like to buy organic tomatoes if I can, but again, it's not like I'm not, I'm just not, I don't have a hard and fast rule. Right. And I usually buy whatever is on sale. Yeah. And when it's on sale for like the lowest price, I will stop Like 10 that. for 10. <laughs> oh, sometimes I, I get that. below that though. Oh, like nice. when they're 88 cents, I'm stock up, buy all the cans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. There's a specific kind of brand of um, canned refried beans. It's Amy's Organic Refried mm. Beans. They're not cheap for canned good. It's like, I mean, it's like two eighty nine or something a can. Yeah. But she has a couple of different flavors. Oh, my God. My husband loves those. Like, we love that brand. Anytime we're doing, um, you know, burritos or tacos or whatever, we have to have a can of that at the ready. And they're they're healthier in terms of refried beans. Like, there's less fat in them, and they're just super flavorful. They're really yummy. Yeah. She also makes a refried black bean. Oh, flavor. well, of course, you know I'm all over that. So, if only I could get my family to eat those. Though. I they told you that just for you. <laughs> they won't eat them. <laughs> um, okay, pumpkin, I already mentioned. I love buying canned pumpkin, especially in the fall. Um, um, okay, beans. I like buying canned garbanzo beans, although I do make a lot of beans from dried. Because if you're... Um, I try to cook a lot of things without eggs because I'm egg intolerant. And there's a liquid, like the liquid that canned beans are in, it's, I don't know what it is or how, I think it's just water. I think water. it's the sugars in it. Is it the sugar? So there's some kind of reaction that happens with canned garbanzos, but it creates this liquid in there called aquafaba. I think you can use it from any beans. It's not just it? garbanzo beans. Okay. But I think garbanzo beans are the ones that are most popular for it because of the lesser flavor profile. Ah, Yeah. Okay. And maybe even the coloring of it also. Like yeah. black beans, aquafaba. It's black. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, you can use that as an egg replacer. Um, and just Google that because aquafaba, there's a million recipes online for that, for how to use it. Um, so I will like drain that can and then freeze the aquafaba in ice cube trays. Oh, So I don't cool. 
need to like buy it all the time. It like hangs out in my freezer for a while. Cool. Yeah. Um, we definitely buy canned olives, sliced, sometimes whole, but mostly sliced because I, we love them on pizza mm-hmm. um, or in like casseroles or whatever. Um, diced green chilies are another staple. I also do a lot of canned fruit, so mandarin oranges, pineapple, peaches, applesauce, pears, that kind of stuff. Um, we also stock up on coconut milk. We have co- oh, canned yeah? coconut milk in our pantry at all times. <laughs> like, if it gets low, I get, like, nervous about it. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I'll get into why. Okay, so canned seafood, which a lot of people might not be into, but, you know, like tuna, um, yeah. mainly, like, canned tuna. Sometimes I'll buy canned salmon. I kind of like that sometimes. Um, we also buy canned clams because of clam chowder. Oh, There's, like, a yeah. really easy recipe that uses canned clams that I like. Um, okay, water chestnuts. I love water chestnuts. I kind of have forgotten about them oh, until recently. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah, I need to keep those on hand. So when we get into our recipes, I want to hear some ideas from you oh, about how okay. to use them. Okay. I only have two. Okay, that's fine. But okay. I'll take them. Um, the other thing I love canned is pickled beets and um, beans, like green beans, like dilly beans or whatever. Mm. And then um, enchilada sauce. And I have been using more like canned sauces just to make weeknight meals easier. So um, in general, you know, yeah, a, a, like an easy sauce that I can keep in my pantry. Okay, anything else you want to add to that list of our favorite canned foods? So I think I'm right there with you on a lot of those things, though I don't we just buy basic refried beans. We like the jalapeno flavor ones from when we make burritos and things. Yum. Um, but yeah, we certainly number one and two canned food items we buy at all times are beans of any variety and tomatoes, again, of any variety. But I like to buy petite diced tomatoes mm. as my number one favorite. And Costco doesn't sell petite diced. And so I'm calling you out on that BS right there, Costco. <laughs> what is that about? Yeah. <laughs> they only sell the regular ones. But I don't like huge chunks of uh, tomatoes in my chili. I like them small. So yes. if I buy the big box or the case of them at Costco, I will put it in the blender and puree them oh, before yeah. I use them. So yeah. just pro tip right there. Um, but I use the enchilada sauce, whether for a, a couple of different recipes, um, canned fruit for sure. We have that in our house like basically all the time. And I like chicken or vegetable broth just because it's kind of yes. easy and quick to have on hand yes. whenever needed. But I'll tell you, my husband will not touch the pickled stuff that you mentioned. <laughs> and I'm allergic to the coconut milk. So yeah, I know. Those are a no go. Yeah, pretty much so. the same list except for those things. And I don't eat, I can't eat seafood. My histamine intolerance just makes it so it's not so good. But yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what we pretty much never buy canned or don't like canned. Ooh, okay. Well, I kind of already mentioned that. So the coconut milk, I don't buy that. Yeah. Um, And I don't buy a lot of meats that are canned with the exception of canned chicken because that makes a bomb recipe that I'll tell you about in a moment. I do like canned chicken, (laughs) I have to say. And I don't buy a lot of vegetables that are canned. So other than tomatoes, I don't buy corn or... Green. I mean, I'm making a nasty out. face right now because it grosses me out. Green beans? Like, I don't even want to say that. <laughs> I don't even use that for the holidays. Yeah. You know that really popular green bean casserole right. that everybody loves to make? I would way rather make fresh green beans. Yeah. I don't frozen. know. It's So in that instance, I might buy canned green beans. 
to yeah, be honest. For the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. But canned corn, never. Sorry. No. no. Canned peas, no. Blech. Yeah. Um, sorry if you like that. It's just not, not <laughs> for me. Our personal preferences. <laughs> um, so I agree with you on that. I, I also don't buy canned soups that are like already mixed, like a soup, you know, like chicken noodle soup. Yeah. I tend to not buy canned because I don't feel like the flavor is that great and it has a lot of sodium. See, and I want for lunch, like the quickest meal that I can make. And especially in the winter when I get a little cold, it's just like that great little quick pick me up. And so I'll go back and forth. If I have time to make a large batch of soup and then freeze it, I'll totally go that route. But that just has not been the case this year. So we have canned chicken noodle soup, uh, minestrone, and there's one other. Oh, we buy uh, refrigerated from Costco. Their tortilla soup is legit. That sounds good. It is so good. So that I would try. (laughs) That's not really the same thing. Yeah. Um, But I do buy the canned stock or like the boxed you know, yeah. chicken broth or yeah. whatever, of course. Um, okay, so I have to touch on the meat thing. So, like, spam. Yeah. I don't buy spam, but I've had people make um, musubi rolls. Have yeah. you ever seen those? I have not. It's basically like a, it looks like sushi, but in, inside it's a piece of spam that they, like, pan fry with some seasoning, probably soy sauce or something. Yeah. Rice, and then mix it, like, wrap it up in um, seaweed. It's really good. Like, it's the only way it sounds pretty legit. Yeah. It's really good. So, I got to give that a shout out. Um, Okay. Should we talk about how we like to use these canned foods? Um, Yes, because that's the whole purpose of cans, right? Yes. Like, how we actually put them into play and they don't go in the pantry to die, (laughs) like in my past life. Um, So, my number one favorite is vegetarian chili. And so, as I said before, I will strain either the kidney beans or black beans that I put in it, but I only use three cans to make my chili. That's petite diced tomatoes, black beans or kidney beans, and then the flavored chili bean pinto beans Mm. from S&W. That's the one where I get super picky about brands. And then you put it in the pot on the stove and you let it um, boil so that you let some of the liquids evaporate off of it. And then you could put it on french fries, baked potato, tater Mm. tots. Uh, eat it as is with cornbread and it's just a super quick easy dinner idea yeah yeah I love that yeah chili for us too um I put pretty much the same thing like beans tomatoes um what else do I I might add some chopped garlic and then we do usually add some kind of meat typically ground beef that I'll brown up first yeah yeah but like super similar yeah very easy and I'll add extra seasoning to it just because I added the tomatoes and things like that so I just literally eyeball sprinkle cumin and garlic powder and onion powder and paprika chili powder maybe and stir it up and it's good to go yeah I feel like my chili recipe is is not really a recipe it's like slightly different every (laughs) time but it usually turns out good yeah I also love putting um bell peppers like chopped Mm. bell pepper or if I'm feeling fancy I'll put some frozen chopped bell peppers in it but yeah that works too I like just the quickest version of it (laughs) (laughs) um what else do you like to make so my other favorite because I think there's a theme here quick dinner ideas yes and the one that comes to mind is yum bowls. So this is when, it, this is from Cafe Yum, if you're not from the local area and, and know this restaurant. But basically, it's a Buddha bowl where it's got the rice and then the beans and then other toppings on it. So using the canned olives for my kids, because my husband and I do not like olives. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then um, we'll do the canned beans with it. And then all you have to do is cook the, the rice 
and they even have microwave ones that go super fast so yeah. it could be a really quick meal and then put some canned tomatoes shred some cheese maybe put lettuce or whatever else you have on hand that goes with it and it's yeah just a great delicious filling meal yeah i think yum bowls need to be in our regular rotation uh yes they're so good basically Okay, so then something else I really like to make would be soups. And when you have the canned broth, it's really easy to make a soup from scratch with the canned broth, canned tomatoes, um, and I use frozen fruits and veggies, or veggies, and then beans and the diced chilies that you mentioned. I've put Mm -hmm. those in soups before. I love those diced chilies, yeah. Um, I like, I have to buy like three or four cans at a time because they're like 59 cents or something oh I'm yeah just like, get, exactly. get that stocked up <laughs> and they've got a great shelf life so you don't have to worry about them going bad yeah they're super um, good but i will use canned soups as a quick lunch meal um mm-hmm. idea or if it's just me at home for dinner for one night like can of soup and a grilled cheese or a salad and boom mm. dinner's done i yeah. love it that sounds good yeah um how do you use canned foods with salads I want to hear about that. Oh, okay. So for one, there's this um, recipe that my grandmother gave me where you buy like the breaded chicken already cooked at the grocery store and then (laughs) you chop it up and you put it on lettuce. And if you want to do um, cabbage, carrot, shredded mix on top of it, Mm -hmm. and then you could fry up, well, you could get wontons or you could fry up the rice noodles Mm -hmm. and then put um, a soy sauce based dressing with mandarin oranges and then a little bit of green onions if you like or Mm -hmm. slivered almonds. I love that. So it's like a, yeah. Like Asian inspired. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's really good. Those mandarin oranges. Oh man. Can we just talk about those for a second? Yeah. So mandarin oranges (laughs) will either go on the salad or they'll be a compliment to a dinner. So maybe we're doing something super easy or I made something for dinner that I'm not quite sure my youngest will eat. Uh-huh. I'm like, here's a can of mandarin oranges to go with it because I know she'll always eat those. Yeah, they're so good. They're like they candy. Are. Oh my they god, are. they're, they're so, so good. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, we love to do. Um, I, I see this on your list, so I'm gonna jump over to that. Yeah. Um, like pizza and pasta sauce from with canned tomatoes. Yes, and yeah, we love to do that same thing. So. Um, if I'm doing, if I'm just boiling some noodles and like throwing together a quick pasta sauce, I'll just grab whatever variety tomatoes I have and kind of like wing that, add some garlic, maybe add some onion. And then, um, we love to use tomato paste for pizza sauce, but I Mm. always add like a bunch of spices and a little bit of olive oil to kind of loosen it up a little bit. And then that's like my husband's favorite pizza sauce. That's um, on my blog. I can link to how we do our pizzas. But yeah, yeah, it's super easy. It is. And so my husband is um, half Italian and his family, like his grandmother made pasta noodles and sauce from scratch um, Mm. for the whole her whole life. I'm jealous. I know. Right. I'm like, (laughs) why wasn't I around for that? I'm jealous of that upbringing. But they make pizza sauce from scratch. And then they also make their pasta sauce from scratch. And of course, when we're in a pinch and we need a fast dinner, we'll use the canned varieties or the glass jar varieties Mm -hmm. of those. But certainly tomato paste and canned tomatoes are the foundation of those recipes, which I love. Oh, yeah. So easy. It's so nice to have that just like in your pantry ready to go. Heck yeah. Yeah. The other sauce I love is enchilada sauce. Ooh, I love enchilada yeah. sauce. I'm obsessed. Yeah, and like I have made it, but honestly, canned enchilada, like the the payoff it's just so much is easier. not. Yeah, 
it's like a lot more work for incrementally better product if that right. I mean I really think canned sauce and gelato sauce is so good it is and if you want to doctor it up you can yeah but you've already got that solid wonderful tasting foundation to go with and so I highly recommend La Victoria do yes. not buy any other one it's all about the La Victoria um, so enchilada good. sauce and so I'll use that for enchilada casseroles or regular enchiladas yeah um we also like to um switch between red sauce and green sauce and i like the Ooh. verde by i think it's herdez or something like that mm-hmm. i can put the brand in the show notes yeah. but yeah it's a it's a glass jar of oh, green yummy sauce yeah. yeah it's yummy and when when you make those enchiladas you could even use canned <laughs> beans and um canned tomatoes in those yeah. enchiladas or the yeah the enchiladas because I make it like a cheese and veggie with bean enchilada yeah yeah you have like your recipe basically all comes out of the pantry or sometimes the freezer and the freezer too yeah yeah it's so easy I love that um we're gonna put that on um on my blog yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um okay you have an appetizer listed here I want to hear more about what is this buffalo chicken dip what is that? <laughs> so, canned chicken. Who knew? This is something I never had growing up until yeah. I was an adult. And then you put uh, Frank's hot sauce. Mm, yes. And maybe some shredded cheese, some cream cheese, and a few other things. And you bake it so that it gets like a crunchy top to it. And then you serve Ooh. it with a Ritz cracker. It's perfect <gasps> for game day. I know we just passed Super Bowl, but oh, it's that so, so good. good. So good. I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. Give me anything on a Ritz cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. Anything else you want to mention before so, I, I just have a couple others yeah. to add? The last thing I have are things that I don't use quite as often. So something for the holidays, such as canned or even the box gravy from Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. And then you asked about the water chestnuts. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. Tell me how you use water chestnuts. I'm ready. So water chestnuts often go in well for the holidays go in my dressing or stuffing whichever you prefer to call it yes and then on a regular basis i use them in my stir fry okay these are good ideas yeah such a great addition to a stir fry because it just gives that added crunch and Mm -hmm. it absorbs whatever flavors are with it so yeah delish Mm. okay so we already talked about chili. Um, the other thing I love with canned goods is I make this thing called chilaquiles. Oh, I love chilaquiles. Okay, you've had it? Yes. Oh, it's, so good. It's like you can find it at Mexican restaurants, but basically it's like um, it's like a more liquidy version of chili, I would say, and more tomato-y. And it's almost like um, nachos? Yeah, so you, you, like, you kind of make this tomato-y sauce, and I always just throw in like whatever I have. Usually, like, leftover cooked chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I like frozen corn in it. And then beans, canned beans, canned olives, um, a can of tomato sauce, and then some heat, like, something to give it a little bit of a kick. So, yeah, what you can do, canned chipotle chili in adobo, which is super hot. Ooh. So I, I add, like, a tiny bit of the can, and then I freeze the rest of the can. <laughs> it will, like, <laughs> knock chunks off of it for future um, or you could just add some red pepper flake or some cayenne pepper or whatever you want to do. Um, you could also make it super mild and it's still delicious. And so you make that. It's really liquidy. And then you have like a bed of chips in a bowl, which is how I like yes. to do it. And then you spoon sauce over the chips. And then the chips start to absorb. And so you have like a soft, crunchy, saucy 
basically texture. the best part of a nacho, but in chilaquile form. Yeah, and then we we top it with um, cheese, sour cream, green onion, cilantro, like whatever toppings you like. Yeah. Yeah. All the goodness, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's one of my favorites to do with canned foods. Um, also, like soups, I'm right there with you. Casseroles, I would say. We do some casseroles if I have, like, a can of mushroom soup. Or there's a box that Pacifica, I think, is the brand. They yes. make, like, an organic mushroom soup. And I tried it um, a couple weeks ago, and I really liked it. Yeah. So I would recommend that. That That's is really good, good for um, for yes. casserole. And mushroom soup is very popular for casseroles. Mushroom soup, <laughs> I know. It's like, do you do you guys do that very much? Mushroom Whenever soup? I make a casserole, I don't use mushroom soup because of the mm. dairy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my oldest will not touch it. Right. So, yeah. That makes sense. Um, and then pizza and pasta sauces. And also, like, we always have to have those canned olives on hand for pizza <laughs> oh definitely um or, or canned. canned pineapple i was just gonna say that or right? canned pineapple yes it's we get to that point where i'm making pizza and we're always like do we have pineapple <laughs> yeah and you could even open yeah. up diced tomatoes and put some diced tomatoes on top yes. like there's just so many ideas so are you a convert now are I you mean, starting to see the canned light i am seeing like how much i actually do use canned foods yeah like, it's more than i realized i think they're underappreciated yeah, for sure they are. And I love the, like, easy, quick dinner, you know, sauces and, like, ways they just make our lives easier. Exactly, so. exactly. And, of course, it's wonderful to make things from scratch, like the pasta sauces or the pizza sauces when we can. But when it's not an option or you've got time is not on your side that night, why not? Why not go for the canned variety and make life a little easier? So, yeah, cans are cool. Cans are cool. <laughs> I love it. All right. So I think we're ready for some food inspiration. All right. Um, how are we feeling about food, food inspiration oh, today? Gosh. Okay. So I know we're talking about cans, foods, and quick ideas, but I am just not feeling inspired. So I'm feeling inspired. My food inspiration is someone else making it for me. I love that. <laughs> yes. Can someone else just do dinner for a while? This is, like, not my normal attitude, but I think yeah. I'm just not... I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But, like, ever since Christmas, I would say, I'm just having a hard time, like, getting jazzed about cooking dinner every night. Yeah. So, so. real talk, you know, we go through these phases where it ebbs and flows, and right now... I'm with you kind of in that. It's ebbing. The ebb. <laughs> it's and not flowing. not really feeling it. But I am in flow with work. And I've been yeah. super productive and creative and doing all these things. And I think that's why the food has fallen to the wayside. Yeah. Yeah. I've just okay. been um, busy and working a lot. And so I think I'm like get hitting that like burnout of uh, where other things in my life. I'm just like, I can't deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so then what's for dinner? Are we ordering out? Are we making other people cook? Or making other people cook. So my husband <laughs> wants to make burgers. We went over to Kaiser, just north of Salem, last weekend for yeah. a volleyball tournament. And uh, my husband stood in line for two hours to go to In-N-Out. And I know. <laughs> they Of course, they open an In-N-Out after we move from Salem. I know. And so the line was two hours. That's and they insane. said that that's like basically normal. And they're expecting that for the next six months. Oh, my gosh. But my husband brought home some of their sauce in the yeah. packets. And like we kept it in the cooler and everything. And so he wants to make homemade In-N-Out burgers. <laughs> nice. Okay. I want to hear how that goes. <laughs> okay. and like if he finds a good recipe for oh he's been googling like crazy (laughs) that's hilarious 
We honestly got a pizza last night. We got Papa Murphy's, so. Oh, nice. I'm probably going to have that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just easy. Like, whatever. <laughs> hey, that's the way it goes. All right. Well, before we finish up here, then, any food for thought? I would say food for thought is um, take the help where you can. Like, I think we're yeah. both kind of feeling like, like we just need some extra shortcuts right now. And so canned foods are a great place to get that. So take the helping hand and throw something together that's quick and nutritious and delicious. And, you know, feed yourself um, something good with something from the pantry. I love it. That is, I think that's a great summary of our show today. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been a fun discussion all about canned foods, and I hope that you learned something new and or are excited to try something new from the yeah. canned food section. Oh, my gosh. Last thought. I forgot to say baked beans with burgers. Oh, yeah. Of course. Ob- baked I beans. mean, that's a given for canned foods, but yeah. 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 <laughs> Yum. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for listening today. <laughs> well, I'm hungry now. <laughs> And if you want to get um, all the recipes that we talked about or the the list of canned foods that we love, you can head to the show notes at Pickle Jar Studios slash Tough Cookie Podcast. And this is episode 38, You Can Do It with Canned Foods. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can find us on social, on Instagram at Tough Cookie Podcast, and on Facebook at Tough Cookie Podcast. So we're going to be posting um, episode highlights and updates and recipes and stuff there, too. All right, we'll um, talk at you next time. Bye.